Inside Westminster Chapter 102 Ne'er Do Well Get in here quick, Ezra said in a loud stage whisper through the half-open door to number 10. Why, what's up? drawled Ben, who was still half asleep, having worked late as usual, but unusually gone home for the night. You're asked, that's the problem, mate. It's half hanging out, and it'll be all over the front pages of the papers tomorrow. Oh, do I care, retaliated Ben, sounding like a spoilt teenager. Look, mate, I don't care if you walk the walk with your area outside plumbing on display, but it just doesn't look good, that's all, complained Ezra, but continuing. And anyway, what on earth did your parents teach you? Obviously no self-respect or discipline. Ben shrugged his shoulders and harumphed. His appearance was really the last thing on his mind, and he replied, I really don't give a flying flamingo whether my arse is tucked in or not, and I don't care what anyone thinks. You should try it. It's really quite freeing. Ezra, who'd had his fill of this type of bravado from both Potty and Ben, shook his head and went about his day. But sure enough, next morning, much was made of the PM's chief advisor's arse crack. What makes those fellas tick? puzzled Ezra with Sir Hilary, later over a much-earned pint in their favourite pub, the Ne'er-Do-Well, at the end of their day's work. Dunno, and how did they ever attract girlfriends, let alone sustain a marriage? I mean, I'd have knocked them from here to next week if I'd been in Sophia or Gwendolyn's shoes, scoffed Sir Hilary. Maybe they've got huge todgers, enjoined at Ezra. I mean, there's got to be something about these blokes, and it's not obvious to me. It'll remain a mystery, I think, guffawed Sir Hilary. Are you returning down under, mate? asked Ezra. No, hope to slip over to Australia House where my contract's up here. Kids are happy at school and Shell's got a foot in the, into the world of music here. Oh, that's good. What sort of music is your wife into? quizzed Ezra. She's an opera singer. Gave a budding career up when she married me and she's never quite forgiven me, Sir Hilary admitted with a laugh. What about you, mate? Me too. I'd like to stay put. What with the fires back home and everything? That twat of a PM's made a right hash of everything. I know. Poor sods back there. Seems thousands have lost everything. How many have been killed? queried Sir Hilary. Lost count, mate, but it's catastrophic. I mean, supposing this is the way it's going to be from here on in. Doesn't bear thinking about, mate, retorted Sir Hilary. Any relis there? probed Ezra. Fortunately, they're all the way up in Cairns. Don't think it's been hit like down south. What about you? Same here. Everyone's accounted for, thank God, but they're all pretty shaken up and fearing for the future. My parents are encouraging me and Hermione to settle here. Ironic or what? Sensible, mate. Whether he doesn't kill you. They both laughed nervously as they downed their refreshing drink and called for another. Love these English pubs, said Sir Hilary. I know, nothing quite like them anywhere else in the world. You know, the owner of this chain was a great mover and shaker for Brexit, said Sir Hilary. No, I didn't know that, admitted Ezra. Yep, and he's going for a massive expansion with growth in his staff numbers, so he's putting his money where his mouth is, continued Sir Hilary. Not like that two-faced git, what's his name? You know, the vacuum cleaner man? Oh, him. Yeah, he's shoved off to Singapore or some other place, equally luxurious called for Brexit, appeared to be one of its greatest advocates, then chooses to re relocate just in case. I know, 
Still, let's hope he'll end up wishing he'd stayed, laughs Ezra, realising that he'd actually become quite an Anglophile in his time in London. Sort of grows on you, doesn't it? chuckled Sir Hilary. And Ezra couldn't disagree.